Get ready for biblical preaching and teaching. I am Pastor Adam Bigelow. Isn't it time to get unstuck? This is the Reaching Forward Podcast. It's good to be here. God's blessing. God's moving. Wonderful song service. Good to see everybody here. Glad to have Mortez. First time here. Glad Amen. to meet met Emmanuel. My first time meeting him. Amen. 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 God is good. Amen. All the rest of you smiling faces out there. Amen. I mean, believe that the Lord can meet needs tonight. Yes, sir. Yes. Tonight. Anything. Tonight. Whatever. You, I like that song. Jesus on the main line. Yes. Tell him what you want. You got a need tonight. Yes. Tell it to Jesus. How many Amen. want to tell it to Jesus? Yeah. I want to slip up our hands right now and say, God, I want to tell it to you tonight. Yes. I want to tell it to you, Lord. Yes. Hallelujah. Go ahead. Reach out yes. to the Lord. Reach out to yes. Jesus. Yes. Oh, yes, Lord. Yes, God. Oh, saturate this place with your spirit tonight, God. We need a move of the Holy Ghost. Oh, save Feel with the Holy Ghost. Heal bodies. Heal minds. Set men and women free. Hallelujah. Go ahead. Go ahead and reach out to the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. tonight. Amen. I'm getting my voice back by the grace of God. Amen. Yeah. Amen. You know the devil said, oh, look at you now. You ain't gonna be able to do nothing. Oh, devil, shut up. Amen. Oh, our God has his good hand upon us. Amen. Amen. Oh, we serve a good God. If God be for us, who can be against Amen. us? Amen. I'd like to read. Thank you again very much for your giving. May God bless you. We got service again tomorrow. Amen. So be inviting people. Yes. Invite. You invite them. They will come. Amen. Now, I'm not, you know, I want to be careful. I say this. I was telling Pastor today, I love to, today to invite people out, walking, inviting people. And uh, some people seem like they were wanting to come. But Martez came, so praise the Lord. And But there's some other people out there that we thought that would come too. So God's not done yet. Amen. 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 I said God's not done, but everybody inviting consistently. Yes, sir. Consistently. Yes, sir. Say, well, I don't think they'll come to church. Well, you don't know. That person you think may not come to church, they may come to church. Yes. They may give their life to you, yes. to Christ. Yes. They may become, as Pastor said, the next Billy Graham. Yes, oh, whatever, whoever the case may be. Oh, there's many others in history that have Amen. done Billy Sunday and on and on. Amen. We never know the person you talk to. Andrew found Peter. Peter. Look what yes. he became. Yes. Look what yes. Peter became. Amen. Just keep that in mind. Amen. So it's not about us becoming great. It's about God making people great. Amen. Yes. yes, sir. So I'd like right. to read tonight in Mark chapter 5. Mark chapter 5. And I want to begin reading in verse 25. Mark chapter 5, verse 25. And a certain woman, which had an issue of blood 12 years, and has suffered many things of many physicians, and has spent all that she had, and was nothing bettered, but rather grew worse. When she had heard of Jesus, came in the press behind 
and touched his garment. For she said, if I may touch but his clothes, I shall be whole. And straightway the fountain of her blood was dried up, and she felt in her body that she was healed of that plague. And Jesus, immediately knowing in himself that virtue had gone out of him, turned him about in the press and said, Who touched my clothes? And his disciples said unto him, Thou seest the multitude thronging thee, and says thou, Who touched me? And he looked around about to see her that had done this thing. But the woman, fearing and trembling, knowing what was done in her, came and fell down before him and told him all the truth. And he said unto her, Daughter, thy faith had made thee whole. Go in peace and be whole of thy plague. And I want to use tonight Matthew 11, verse 28 for a text. Jesus said, Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will, I will give you rest. And I want to preach on the message entitled, Give Jesus a Real Chance. Amen. Give Jesus a Real Chance. Let us pray. Pastor, would you please pray, sir? Heavenly Father, we're thankful for another chance as believers oh, to experience the reality and the presence and the liberty of your spirit. For the Bible declares where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. Yes. There is the real freedom that is promised but not guaranteed except by your spirit. Hallelujah. God, and we ask that this liberty would be known by men and women tonight. Perhaps there are those that have known you as a name or known you as a history, but God, that it would be a present reality tonight that men and women would give you a chance this night to do a work in their life, to let them experience the freedom, not from trouble, but in the midst of trouble, a freedom and a joy and a peace that this world can promise but not deliver. And Lord, we ask that tonight you would deliver that through men and women's faith by the promises of our Lord Jesus Christ. And we ask that you'll bless the preacher, bless each one here by faith in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Thank you. Give Jesus a real chance. Jesus is the only person I know that can empathize with what you're going through. The only person I know that can empathize. All right? He said, What is that preacher? Well, you know what that is. He not only understands, but he feels and he knows and he shares the struggles that you go through. Come on. The temptations that you go through. Yeah. The frustrations. That you go through. Now we'll get into that in a moment. Frustration. <laughs> aggravation. <laughs> Put all of it in there. Amen. Are you feeling a little flustered tonight? Come on, go ahead. Jesus is the answer. I may believe that he's yeah. the answer tonight. Yeah. Amen. The Bible says in Hebrews 4, verse 4, verse 4, uh, Hebrews 4, verse, verse 14 through 16. Seeing then that we have a great high priest that is passing to the heavens. Jesus, the Son of God, let us 
Y'all need some lettuce tonight? Lose some weight? There's some lettuce. How many want some lettuce tonight? Amen. Here we got some lettuce. We're going to get a, some lettuce going on right now. going to lose some weight tonight because we want to get big. B-I-G. Better in God. Amen. Not big out this way. If you get big out that way, it's okay. I mean, I think it was Steve the other day. He was saying, man, how you eat all that food to stay so small? I said, he's the one that's small guy. <laughs> He said, I look at food to get big, I guess. <laughs> Whatever, I don't know if he said that, but I guess that's what he said, you know. I go in, I eat, and boom, there I go, I'm big. But anyway, let's move on. He said, let us, Paul said, let us hold fast, firmly, our profession. Don't give up. Amen. Don't be so easy to just... Throw in the towel. Come on. Push away when things get a little tough. Amen. When things get a little tough, get tough with it. Amen. I know it's not always easy, but there's a God out there that loves us and cares about us. Amen. Amen. He knows what we're going through. Amen. Amen. Verse 15. It goes on to say, For we have not a high priest which cannot be touched with the feelings of our infirmities, our weakness. It doesn't matter. Physically, mentally, emotionally, it doesn't matter what it is, amen. amen. Jesus can sympathize with you and empathize with you. He knows what you're going through. He's feeling it so he can help you. That's why we need to get the Holy Ghost, amen. amen. When you get the Holy Ghost, the Bible says the Holy Spirit, he helps our infirmities. infirmities. Yeah. That's right. That's right. So it goes on feeling our infirmities, but in all points, tempted like as we are, Yet without sin. He didn't sin. If you want to stop sinning, you got to get Jesus in your life. You can't stop lying and cheating and cursing because you don't have Jesus. But when you get Jesus, when you get Jesus, things will change. I mean, believe that. He died for your sins. He rose again with all power in his hand so he can change your life. Take the trash out of your life. And then in verse 16, here's some more letters for you. Verse 16. Let us. Therefore, come boldly unto the throne of grace that we may obtain mercy. Let's come boldly, bluntly. That means coming to God with that rest, with that blessed assurance. I'm going to get what I came after. Amen. You know, sometimes we hold him back and we go milling mouth around. I've been there, milling mouth around with God. But God said, come on, just come boldly. Come on, be blunt. Tell me what you want. Yeah. Just tell me what you want and I'll yeah. give it to you. Yeah. He said, preacher, I haven't given it to me yet. Well, you may have to wait. <laughs> but don't mean it's not going to give it to you. I was, uh, I, 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 I had it, I had it, but I got it right here, but I'm going to share it now. Uh, I was at the hotel, and I was trying to turn the AC on. And I was turning on, pushed the button, and it said, wait. I'm like, wait, 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 wait. And so I'm pushing again, it said, wait. I said, okay. And you know, it was so ironic, or I won't say it wasn't coincidental, uh, but because I had been in a little bit, I had been a, a little impatient about something. And I said, God, I don't know if you're trying to speak a message to me. <laughs> and so I just said, you know what? I'm going to wait. Yeah. And so I waited. I waited, went up by my bed. Then the air came on. Hmm. Amen? Yeah. You know, sometimes that's what we need to do. <laughs> we go to God. We pray. Come on. Say, well, God, it hasn't happened yet. Come just on. Just wait. Come just on. wait. Yeah. It's coming. If you don't give up, if you don't get impatient. Amen. It's coming. But some people get impatient. Hmm. And so we're going to learn something, because the Bible says, let's come boldly, therefore, into the throne of grace, that we may obtain mercy and grace. That's what you need tonight is mercy. 
Some people think, well, I need a million dollars. No, you need mercy. Yes. You get, you people can get a million. They can win the lottery and blow it on everything. Yeah. Yeah. I won the lottery. Where's your money at? Oh, I spent it here and there and everywhere. Yeah. Everywhere. Hey, man, they broke. They broke already. Come on, preach. You, you can get a big lump sum, get your income tax check in. You have no, you have no thought. You, have, you didn't plan anything out. Say, I got it and I got this, so let's go to town. Let's spin it up. We don't know about savings. Come and on. I'm not finding fault. I've been down that road. But I don't want to keep going back down that road. Sometimes you got to change. Amen. You got to say, God, it's enough. It's enough. Amen. And so anyway, said, and find grace to help in time of need. And this is what we're going to find out about this woman. She came boldly. But before we get into that, you know, with all our struggles and pressures and problems in this life, we can, if we allow it, we can become overwhelmed. Even David became overwhelmed. And 60, of, I believe Psalm 61 maybe, there's yeah, Psalm 61 I believe, he said, hear my cry, oh God. He said, when my heart is overwhelmed, lead me to the rock. When I feel like I'm being buried and inundated with all kinds of garbage and stuff coming my way. Oh, I need some help. I mean, I never felt that way. Amen. You know, you have some struggles. The struggle, and you know, we've shared it before, you know, the struggle is real, but the help is real too. You know, people always say, the struggle is real. Are you down for the struggle? No, I'm looking up to Jesus. I'm looking up to Jesus because I know he'll help me in my struggle. Amen. Amen. When I feel like I can't go on, when I feel weak and I don't know what to do, I can turn my eyes on Jesus. Yes. Turn my eyes on Jesus. Because all of this, we get buried down and we feel frustrated. There we go. Upset. Annoyed. Slightly angry. And irritated. Not if you've ever been there. <laughs> now it's bad enough we're already feeling overwhelmed. But now we're feeling bothered. We're distressed. We're annoyed and we're flustered. And you know, people say, I'm just frustrated. <laughs> Anybody ever said that you want to raise your hand? Mm-hmm. So sometimes we're overwhelmed and frustrated because things don't go or don't fall into place like we desire to. Because we have no control of it. <laughs> oh, we want control of it. Amen. Like it's almost like we're trying to control God. God, I want you on my timetable, not not your timetable. God, your your timetable. You move too slow. God, now you move too slow. You got to get with the program. God, come on now. And God said, "I listen. I'm not in your back pocket." Preach. Hello. That's the truth. Amen. Preach. We got to get with God's program. We got to get with him. We got to lean. I see what saying. We got to lean on him. Amen. Got to lean on the everlasting arms of him. Don't lean on this mind. Amen. This mind will get you in trouble. Come on. That's right. You can't speed it up. (laughs) I may be just preaching to myself tonight. You can't speed things up. You can't rush it and say, come on, God. Come on. Come on. No, you can't. God said, I'm going to teach you a lesson, boy. (laughs) Jesus, help me, Lord. Oh, God, I know I'm about to live this. But that's all right. The preacher got to, hey, the preacher got to live it, too. He got to preach it, and he got to live it. Amen. I think it was Pastor David saying, the message may be for you, but the people need it, too. Amen. We all need it. We all need it because there's times we feel a little disappointed. But you know what? 
it's time to give Jesus a real chance. That's right. Because the invitation is to all. Mm-hmm. He said, come unto me. Come unto me. That's what we got to do. He said, give me a real chance. It's coming to me, all ye that labor. You've been toiling. You've been working. You've been trying to work it out and figure it out. But it's time for you to give me a chance. And I will give you rest. I will give you tranquility. I will give you some relief. That word also means I will refresh you. Amen. Amen. That's what revival is all about. It's refreshing us, renewing us, renovating our lives so we can get better and not worse. God doesn't want us to stay the same. Amen. Amen. It's time to start trying and start trusting in the one who can make your life better. Amen. That's right. And that's Jesus Christ. Let's learn a lesson right here. Right here from this woman with the issue of blood, which was undoubtedly overwhelmed and frustrated at times, feeling disappointed. Verse 25. And a certain woman, which had an issue of blood 12 years. Then verse 26. And she has suffered many things of many physicians, many doctors, and has spent all that she had, spent all that she had, and was nothing better, but rather grew worse. She went from doctor to doctor. No remedy, no cure. Now she broke, busted, disgusted, and can't be trusted. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Hello? Man, that's a hard place to be. That's a hard place to be. I've been there busted, disgusted, and couldn't be trusted by nobody. <laughs> My wife said, what? Well, uh, what happened to all the money? <laughs> I don't know. I just foolishly went into debt, baby. Didn't even tell you I got this credit card. And they said, I told you not to get a credit card. But you got one anyway. Now you're going to pay for it with the interest. Oh, Jesus. Oh, dear Lord, help us all tonight. Amen. God is good, isn't he? All the time. Yes, he is. He's good all the time. And I got a little bit ahead of myself. I got a little sidetrack. Slow down, brother. Slow down. So this woman had an issue of blood, an abnormal discharge. You know, that's a major issue. And I was leaving a hotel, and I remember shared this before when I came through. I don't know. I shared so many stories. But uh, this lady, older lady, was talking to a younger lady. And she said, I heard along these lines, because I wasn't trying to be busybody, being nosy. I'm just sort of walking by. And I heard her say, you got your own issues. Mm. Yeah, that's why I said, mm. I said, I'm getting out of here. Because <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to be a busybody. Mm-hmm. Tell me about her issues. What was going on? I'm just mm-hmm. passing by, you know, walking. And, you know, I think about that sometimes. That's good. I think about that sometimes. How is it that people that have the most issues are trying to help somebody else with their issues when they can't even get their own issues solved. They can't even work out their own marital problems. You can't fix somebody else's marital problems if your marriage is all messed up. Can't get a witness. Amen. You got to work on yourself first. Then you can try to help somebody. Amen. Amen. Don't try to Pull the pull the beam the, the beam or whatever the splinter out of your brother's eye. Once you get the big telephone pole out your own eye first, amen. That's a major issue. You can't see, amen. That's right. So, what issues? What issues do you have tonight? You know the biggest issue in our society is sin. Yes. Sin. 
And that's rebellion against God. Rebellion against the Bible. And what we know is right. We know right from wrong. God gave us a conscience. So we know, but we sear it. And the Bible says, for the wages of sin is death. And we know that all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. And we all need a Savior. And that's why we can call on Jesus. If you need to be saved tonight, say call him up. If you need salvation, call upon the name of Jesus. For the Bible says, whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord shall be saved. That means you confess your sins to Jesus. You repent of them. You say, Lord, I'm a sinner. I've been sinning. I've been lying. I've been cheating. I've been doing things I shouldn't be doing. Amen. And thank God we don't deal with uh, Ouija boards and all that garbage. And we don't deal with all this witchcraft stuff. That's right. But you know, rebellion, rebellion is rebellion. It's like a sin of witchcraft. That's what it is. Amen. So when we rebel, what are we doing? Mm. Think mm. about it. When you rebel against what you know, you could be practicing witchcraft. Mm. Because rebellion is the sin of witchcraft. Mm. That's right. And God said, don't suffer a witch to live. Mm. Now I'm glad that God is merciful. Mm. God is long-suffering. Not willing that any man should perish, but that all come to repentance. I mean, a change of mind, feeling sorry enough to quit. And when you confess it, you forsake it. Yes. You don't stay in it. You don't say, oh, God, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I got it, messed up, messed up. Then you go right back to doing it. That's not repentance. It's being sorry enough to quit. Say, I'm done with this. I'm done. You say, well, preach is hard. You just don't know, preach. I feel trapped. Call on Jesus. Yes. Call on Jesus. And Jesus. I need you to deliver me. Amen. Amen. He will do it. Yes. He never fails. He'll do it. But you got to be sincere. Mm. Got to give him a real chance. What other issues? Sin. Mm. Do you have an issue? Do you have an issue with worldliness? Mm. Romans 12. Romans 12. Verse 1 and 2. The Apostle Paul said, I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercy of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy. God is holy, and God expects us to be holy. That's not Old Testament teaching, that's New Testament teaching. Peter said, be ye holy. He says, it's written, be ye holy, even as God is holy. To be holy, to be wholesome, to be pure, to be different, to be separate. Holy, acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service. God said this is the right thing to do. Come on, guys. Come on, can't you get with it? <laughs> and in verse 2, it says, Paul said, and be not conformed to this world. Don't be like this world. I, now, I'm not trying to be like Hollywood. I'm not trying to be some rap star. You know, you see those rap stars and everything. You know how those guys are, how they look. I'm not got earrings all over here and there and all this stuff. I'm not trying to be a rap star tonight. Mm, yeah. Though I used to listen to rap music. Amen. Mm, amen. You don't say amen, but I did. <laughs> I used to listen to rap music. Don't say amen. That may not be a way to say amen. Don't say amen. Say, say oh, you. <laughs> oh, you. But I did. I listened to the Run DMC. I listened Run to the Beastie Boys. 
the Run DMC was a they was a black rap group, amen. And the Beastie Boys they was a white, white rap, rap group. group. <laughs> now they got they got all kinds of rap groups: the black rap group, the white rap group, the Mexican rap group, the Chinese rap group, the Puerto Ricans rap group. They got all kinds of Asian rap group. But guess what? We need Jesus. We're not trying to be like the world. We can't win people if we're trying to be like the world. Yes, we gotta be different. Amen. Preach. Different. Different. Amen. Listen to this. Listen Amen. to this. It said, Be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that ye may be, that ye may prove what is good and acceptable and perfect gift, perfect will of God. Now listen to verse first John. And we're gonna move on. We're talking about what issues? Sin, worldliness, ungodliness. First John chapter two, verse fifteen and seventeen. John said, Love not the world. Social system. Neither the things that are in the world. He said, if any man love the world, now that's what the Bible says. The love of the Father is not in him. John was pretty plain. And he was writing to believers. And they didn't have to be all advanced believers. They could have been newly born again. I don't know, but he's right to them. But it says, for all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh. The lust of the eyes and the pride of life. You know, when you don't want to change because you're proud. When you say, I'm going to stay the same, I don't care what anybody say. That's pride. Yes, sir. That's pride. Well, preacher, if I change and started doing all this, then people will say, what happened to you? Jesus got a hold of my life. Amen. 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 And he won't let me go. I said, Jesus got a hold of my life. And he won't let me go. Uh, yeah. Hallelujah. This ain't just for the nightclub. Nightclubs ain't got nothing on us. Right. I saw Reverend Bigelow, that man, he was, oh, he was like, yes, yeah. Go ahead, rock it, brother. Like, for Jesus. For Jesus. Amen. 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 But let's move on. First John, we're gonna wrap it up here. First John chapter goes on, verse 15, verse 16. For all that's in the world, lust of the flesh, lust of the eyes, part of life, it's not of the Father, but it's of the world. Now verse 17, check this out and remember it. And the world passeth away, and the lust thereof. What is lust for a moment? Lust is a longing for what is forbidden. That's really what it is, a longing for what is forbidden. You know, forbidden fruit create many jams. You get in a lot of sticky places when you're doing something wrong. That's why you get stuck sometimes. Come on. But I know Jesus and his blood, oh hallelujah, can wash away all the stickiness and the ugliness. Amen. Amen. The blood of Jesus, if you call on him, he'll clean you up. Yes. Amen. I say he'll clean up. How many believe he'll clean it up? Amen. And so it goes on and says, but he that doeth the will of God abide it forever. We want to do God's will tonight. And that woman, she had an issue. If you got an issue tonight, we need to be like her. What, what did that woman do, preacher? This is what the Bible said, verse 27. And verse 27, the Bible said, when she heard of Jesus, this was her turning point. When she heard, that means she got inspired that she could get better because Jesus is the word of God. And so then faith come by hearing and hearing what? 
the word. And who is the word tonight? The word, the word is Jesus. Amen. In the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word is God. Amen. He's amen. God. Amen. And that's what we need to be drawing nigh to. And that's what we need to be listening to. Instead of listening to the ugly, funky music. I didn't curse now. Sticky. <laughs> you know what it is. Look me okay. Yeah, you know what that is. Stinky. Stinky music. Funky. Come on. You're listening to that music that's not good for you. That's right. And that's why you're so messed up in your mind. And I'm not finding fault. I used to be the same way. If you listen to that, that stinky music, guess what? You're going to have stinky thinking. And sticky thinking. Amen? But we need to get connected with Jesus. And that woman, she heard the Bible and she said, I got to get to Jesus. I had to, I got to get to Jesus. For she gave herself a pep talk. She said, if I could just touch his clothes, I know that I'm going to be made whole. And you know, sometimes that's what we got to do. We got to give ourselves a pep talk. Oh, I know if I could just reach out. I know if I can make the connection to Jesus, everything is going to be all right. And guess what? When she reached out and touched him, she felt that she was healed of that plan. Yes. Because she reached out. And she touched him. Church, that's what we got to do. Amen. We got to make the connection. Amen. We can't be milling around. We got to just come down to the altar and say, Lord, I need a touch from you. I need a touch from heaven. Amen. And you know, that woman, she came boldly to the throne of grace. She was coming boldly. She wasn't worried about what was around her. She pressed her way through the crowd. And sometimes that's what we got to do. We got to press our way through the crowd, through the emotions, through the feelings, through our thoughts. We got to say, God, I'm going to press my way through. And I'm going to get my blessing from God. And we find out that woman, when she was felt like she had been healed, Jesus said, who touched me? Who in the world touched me? They said, Jesus, come on now. You know, they were looking at it. You can imagine. Is Jesus okay? Is he all right today? All these people around him touching him? No, Jesus said, somebody touched me. Somebody touched me. I, I felt some virtue. That's some virtue. That's some dunamis power coming out of me. I know somebody got healed. And the woman came. It was me, Lord. And he said to her daughter, be of good cheer. Have faith that made the whole go in peace. You see, she got whole. She already knew she was healed. But Jesus just confirmed it. You've been made whole. You've been made completely. She gave Jesus a real chance. Amen. You know yes. what? That's what we got to do tonight. We got to give Jesus a real chance. Amen. Mm. We, not, we may not have a uh, blood. Thank you, sister. I am closing. Thank you. I'm glad you know the timing. That's good. I'm not even your husband, but you know the timing. Amen. I know he preached about an hour, but, you know, that's okay. Uh, well, I hope not. I hope not. I hope not. <laughs> I hope he doesn't preach an hour. <laughs> Amen. But, you know, tonight, we can really give Jesus a real chance. Yes. I don't know what issues you're facing. You may be facing anger, but God can help you. Doesn't matter, you may have a problem with being, having loose lips. I don't know. You may need to pray, God, set a watch before my mouth. Keep the doors of my lips. Whatever it may be, God wants to help you. You see, we're all a work in progress. And God is just trying to fine-tune our lives. Trying to cut away some of the rough edges. But if you're a sinner tonight, if you're a sinner, you need to come to Jesus. You need to come out of your seat. Come to the altar. Yes. You see, the altar is not just for sinners, but it's for everybody. 
but you need to come out of your seat and say, God, here am I. I want to make things right. I want to give you a real chance. And I'm telling you, if you give him a real chance tonight, you'll never, never be disappointed. So never give up. Never quit. No matter where you're on your Christian walk, just say, Lord, help me. Help me to give you a real chance to work things out in my life. And he'll do it. I mean, I believe he'll do it. Why don't we just stand? As the pastor comes, stand. Just lift up your hands before we come to the altar. Just stand. Come on, stand. Close your eyes and lift up your hands to God. Go ahead. Why don't you just lift your hands up and look unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of your faith. I want you to just listen for a moment the three elements of a miracle, okay? And then we're going to make an altar call, which means they're going to, we're going to encourage you to come and give Jesus a chance. Christian, not Christian, unsure of something. The three elements of a miracle are, first of all, you got a problem you can't solve. She had an issue of blood. It was bigger than her. It took all of her money. It took all of her time, and it didn't stop. That's element number one. Number two, she heard of Jesus. And we just heard about Jesus. And that's the one that's speaking to your heart. It's not the preacher. It's Jesus. If it's just the preacher, just ignore it. But if it's Jesus... See, she heard of Jesus. And then speaking your language and going right down into the middle of the, of the reality of our situation. The third element of the miracle, she came. She came behind in the press, but she said in her heart, she said, I'm going to touch him and I'm going to be healed. Brother, sister, that is faith. The three elements of a miracle are the problem. The solution is the gospel is the second one. The third thing, we got to do something about it. Well, tonight, that's all I'm going to say. Let's do something about it. Let's give God a chance. These altars are open. Brethren, it's a place. It's a place. Are you sick of that problem, man? Why aren't you here? And say, you know what? Tonight, I'm coming, but I'm going to respond to Jesus. And he's speaking to my heart. And I'm going to come. Brethren, come up. If the altars just get filled up, just come and stand here. And just come and say, God, tonight... Tonight I'm serious. Tonight, God, I heard you speaking to my heart. No one knows, but you know and I know. And God, I'm coming tonight because this has been going on and I heard that you're the solution. And God, you know what? I'm coming. And I'm coming in faith that something's going to happen when I come. Let me tell you, there's power tonight. Jesus, you see men and women coming. God, I pray that there's power that flows out of heaven at the right hand of God where you're seated. And Lord, I pray that the power comes into every prayer of faith. Trusting Jesus that you're bigger than the plague, the problem. God, you're bigger than the frustration. God, if we need patience, God, let us have this joyful patience in our life. God, that, God I'm going to have joy before the bill is paid. God, that you're going to give me control in this situation. God, I'm not going to go out into more debt. I'm going to start climbing out. But I'm going to start right now. If I'm in sin debt, God, I'm going to quit doing it. God, but you're going to give me the power. God, I need your mercy. God, give me another option when I'm in the battle. Help me to turn the other way. Help me to look a different way. God, and help me to look unto you because you're going to make it possible. God, because there's power. God, there's power coming from you right now. God, there's power coming into homes. There's power transforming a house into a home. 
There's power transforming a sinner into a saint. There's power transforming men and women that think it's never going to end to trust Jesus. Jesus, you've got a plan. Jesus, you're changing me now. You're healing me now. God, you're conforming me unto your will now. You're transforming me into who you want me to be now. And you know what, brother, sister? All you have to do is give Jesus a chance. God, open the door that is opened by the brother and the sister, the man and the woman, and go right in. If there's a room in your life and you want Jesus, just open the door. He'll walk right in and say, Jesus, I can't fix this mess. But God, I'm giving you authority to come into this room. God, it's your room. Look around. Tell me what to throw out. I'll throw it out. Tell me what to change. I'll change. God, tell me what to do and I'll do it. And you know what? Then God will take over. He said, you know what? You let me run your house. I'm going to change it. You let me run your finances. I'll change it. You let me run your mind. I'll change it. You let me run your desires. I'll change it. I'll change it. Because you see that Jesus will change us and will be conformed into his image. We'll begin to be holy. We'll begin to be righteous. And with that comes peace. With that becomes love, joy, goodness, godliness, meekness, and faith, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, kindness. The fruit of the Spirit will begin to flow out of our lives. Men and women, the world needs God. And the world needs to see Him in our lives. God, make men and women see something different in my life. God, we glorify You and we have Your way. God, be different. Make us different. God, the world needs to see we're not like everybody else. Because we gave Jesus a chance. And Jesus made us like Him. And He made us different than the world. And he made us like citizens of heaven. Jesus. Holy Spirit. If you need the Holy Spirit, the Holy Ghost still fills men and women. If you want to pray for the Holy Ghost, you come talk to me. All you need to do is ask God to fill you with the Spirit of God. He's going to put a word in your mind and you speak it. You're not going to understand the language. And just speak that word. It's a different language. It's the word that the Holy Spirit will give you. And when you speak in that other tongue or that language, it's the initial manifestation that you got the baptism of the Holy Ghost. That's the power of God. The dunamis power. And the exousia, the authority above sin. The authority above the situation. Because God, we know that you're able.
know, if you've been in service tonight and you've come to God with something, I want to give you a, I want to give you an answer. Now, I'm not Jesus, but if you come to God in faith and you pray tonight, I want to guarantee you something happened. Amen. Something happened. Amen. And let me tell you one of two things. You see, I like what one man said. Nothing is impossible when you come to pray in faith. That means one preacher said, it's impossible for nothing to happen. So when you pray, one of two things is going to happen. And it happened tonight when you prayed. Let me just guarantee this. Either the situation is going to change. Amen. Amen. It's going to change. Amen. You might walk in tomorrow. Hey, where's that bill? It's gone. Amen. Let me tell you what else happened. When you pray, this is going to happen. And they both might happen, but one of them is guaranteed. The other one is, you know, sometimes he calms the storm and sometimes he calms his child. You see, something, Ooh, yes. something's going to happen. You might yes. change. Amen. You walk in and the bill's still there and you're like, hey, the bill's still there and they added interest. And I still got joy. <laughs> because I changed because I'm trusting Jesus. Because I know that, you know what, God, if my patience has to grow, it might as well start now. But I want my joy and I want my peace and I want my love. I'm going to crank up my gospel music about how God breaks chains. Amen. Hey man, I'm going to let you go, but you know what? I was trying to read my Bible the other day, and he was talking about stinking music. It wasn't the Beastie Boys, and it wasn't Run DMC. But those groups are, ha one of the people in each one of those groups is gone already, and they're not that old. They've already left in eternity, okay? And I hope they're right with God. But I, I had this played this gospel song over and over and over. And I was trying to read my Bible, but this gospel song was just going through my head. And you know what? You can have the right things. It's almost a distraction. The goodness of God and the power of God. And I'll tell you about it some other time. But brethren, we can have the right things to where it's almost distracting us from reading the Bible because of the goodness and the promises and the sweet melodies of our Lord and Savior that changes lives. That's what I want in my mind and my heart. Brethren, give Jesus a chance. And you know what? Take him up on it. And before we go, what we're going to do is I want to solidify, because the devil's such a liar. We want to confirm tonight before we go. Amen. And we're going to just we're just going to thank God because that's a possession, right? Yes. You yes. thank God for something you've already received, right? That's right? So a preacher, I asked for this. Well, good, thank him for it. But I need this. It's big. You know what? God's a big God. He, isn't he? My, my wife was saying they're selling land around the church, $400,000 an acre. Where we're buying it. And my wife's like, we could get another acre of land. And I'm like, honey, that's a lot of money just for dirt. And then I'm like, wow. I was going to look at her when he was saying that. I was like, God's a big God, right? $400,000 not got my wife's just gotten. I don't have that in my back pocket. But God does. And God could touch someone's heart. Wouldn't that be great to have another acre to build a big church on? Man, praise God. Now, I don't have it, but I was just looking. I was going to look at my wife. And, you know, God's that big. And that's the kind of what I'm saying. God's that big. And you know what? Before we go, we're going to thank God. Like we received what we prayed for. Yes. Because the devil's a liar. And we're going to yes. thank him. No, sorry, devil. I already thank God for that. I already got it. I already got it. Lord, let's thank him. Lord, we're thankful. God, we gave you a chance. But God, we're going to take this chance. We're going to take this time to thank you. For answering the prayers that we prayed. God, we thank you for receiving the healing, whatever benefit, the change, the salvation, the cleaning, God, the healing in our mind. God, whatever we prayed for, and it might have been financial, God, I don't know what the prayers were, but you do. 
but tonight we're thanking you. And God, the hurdles haven't been cleared, but we're thanking you for the new church building. It's ours. We claim it. God, I don't know about the county, but I know about the, the kingdom of heaven. God, have your way. We thank you, God, in the middle of the storm. God, you are the God of the storm. In Jesus, in Jesus' precious name, and the church said, amen. 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 You're dismissed. God bless.